our own story. We are making our own stories. Hey, I'm Jonathan, an African-American ninth grader at John Hay Science and Medicine High School. One time, when we were first going out podcasting last year, we walked by the library and I saw someone driving down the street who just threw their trash out the window. A cup container from a fast food restaurant. I felt like that should definitely be something that stopped. I just couldn't understand why people would do something like that. It doesn't make sense, because I hear people in the neighborhood complain about how bad the neighborhood looks and how it should be fixed. But then they go and do something like that. So my question was, what can people do to reduce and get rid of all the litter and stop the litter from coming in the future? Well, I I think that it's partly about um, making it easier to to recycle or making it easier to to put trash in the right places, right? Mordecai Cargill is director of strategy, research, and impact at Cleveland Neighborhood Progress. So I think one way to incentivize people to like recycle more or pick up litter is to make the process just more. I guess, more fun and more engaging. So like if you see trash cans that are painted bright colors or trash cans that have art on them, then perhaps you you might be more inclined to not throw trash on the ground and put it in the trash can. I'd already thought something needed to be changed, but the idea of making the trash cans more fun or entertaining, that would definitely make people think more about throwing things away and about recycling in general. I started to have lots of ideas about how we could make trash cans more entertaining. Mordecai and I started brainstorming. You could like put a, a, a basketball hoop on top of a trash can or, or, in the, or in a recycling bin. So it's like if you're passing uh, the trash can or the recycling bin, you can try to shoot your you know, pop can into the recycling bin. See, my idea was like very similar. I thought that we should make the trash cans fun. So like some of them could be like basketball things, like little small things that you just do, like have some of them like Cookie Monster or something just to like make it really nice. (laughs) I think that's a brilliant idea. Uh, Maybe there's a way to like automatically like uh, have the recycling bin, like take a picture of, of people who make it. But then also we could also have a select, when we have events and stuff, we have, there's like constructors or something, so when we do have events, we take, so people take pictures of it and then they send it to us and then we can post it on the website. Absolutely, absolutely. But I would just encourage you to to really use your imagination and not put any any limits on it. Then I decided to go out on the street and talk to people who were walking around the neighborhood, the people who the trash affects the most. I guess it's just going to take everybody working together. Ricardo Torres is a security guard for the intergenerational school. He's out looking at this area almost every day. Do you see a lot of trash or litter where you work? Um, I do, um, and uh, almost every day they have someone come pick up some of the trash, but uh, a lot of the trash continues to be thrown on the floor. Um, in this little walkway here, you have a few trash receptacles. Uh, maybe they could put a few more along the strip here 
and uh, people, it would prompt people to actually throw the garbage away instead of on the floor. Is there like a specific area where it happens the most? Um, I would definitely say where there's no trash receptacles all through here um, and up on that hill over there in that walkway. Talking to him made me realize it's not just the quality of trash cans, like Mordecai was talking about, but it's also the quantity. There needs to be more of them, not necessarily like every 10 feet, but there should be more of them so that you don't have to backtrack if you already pass one. And then I saw this guy actually sweeping up the trash in a parking lot, so I thought, let me talk to him. People just don't use the trash cans. There's a lot of trash cans around, they don't use them, and it'll be more helpful if they do use them. His name is Martin Hill. He's a janitor working for the Cleveland Public Library. Do you think the city should also add more trash cans, or it's just the people really need to do it? They could add more trash cans, but I really think it's the people. Because I see people every day just throw the trash and miss the garbage can. So it could help, but it's just, it comes it boils down to the people in the community. He's right. It's also a lot about the people's mindset. A trash can could be 20 feet away, but if you have the right mindset to put stuff where it actually belongs, you would take the time to do it. Maybe parents aren't telling their children it's important to throw away trash, or maybe kids are seeing their parents or friends littering, and then they litter themselves. The people who do litter, it isn't always their fault. Maybe there aren't enough trash cans. Maybe this area is quote unquote worse than it used to be. Years ago, there was a hospital here and more stores. Now that they're not, that may give people who live here the idea that the neighborhood's not worth much. So why not throw litter? It's not that I don't still feel disappointed in the community itself, but maybe more so with the people who run this community. There are people living and working here who want to change it, but they still need the support of the people who have the money and the power to change things. For Making Our Own Stories, I'm Jonathan Theophilus Streeter I. Making Our Own Stories is led by a team of partners including Kent State University Cleveland's Urban Design Collaborative, Community Leader D'Angelo Knuckles, Urban Planner Justin Glanville, Audio Engineer Jonathan Grooms, Online Producer Beth Conway, and most importantly, the students from the neighboring cities of Cleveland and Shaker Heights. Students are participating with the permission of their parents. Special thanks to the Boys and Girls Club of Cleveland, the Intergenerational School, Shaker Schools, and the Shaker High to Youth Center. This podcast is made possible by a grant from the Cleveland Foundation's Minority Arts and Education Fund. Check out our website and get in touch at wearemoose.org slash stories and follow us on Instagram at wearemoose. We are making our own stories. Thanks for listening.